1: Details.
0: This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing, episode one hundred and seventy-eight, brought to you by Site Visibility at Site Dot com my name is yes. Andy white I'm joined by Kelvin Newman
2: hello Andy white and hello listeners to the internet marketing podcast
0: and um, we are continuing our beginner series are we not yeah Kelvin? we're
2: episode three of five of our beginner's guides of where we've gone back to basics of um, some of digital marketing um, I have to refresh you if you're doing it all day every day Um or in many cases to kind of introduce you to some of the topics I'm going to be talking about paperclip today
0: And I must apologise for Kelvin's continuing cough Which he's had for the last two episodes as well
2: Yeah it is because we record these in batches I will be yes, honest It's yes. not like I've had a cough that's lasted, that's like lasted three three several weeks, weeks. <laughs> um, But yeah this is having a cold for you At least I'm not kind of um, sniffing and. I've got a strange cough
0: as well So we'll both be coughing slightly We'll try and mute our coughs as much as possible Yeah,
2: yeah I mean I'll, I'll just try and say Andy cut it out <coughs> And then you can kind of cut it out in post-production Right you're going to go through in. Excuse me a minute you're gonna remove every um and every r I make as well, yeah. There's no editing in this show. <laughs> All goes out. Well, not live, but we record live. Um, apart from everybody when, uh, records live. Yeah, I know. But uh, oh, anyway, on with I the record show. Record as if live. There we go. As if live. Yeah. Because and if ever you needed proof, this stupid interlude we've just had here is kind of a, an, an illustration thereof. Anyway, today we're gonna to be talking about pay-per-click advertising. What are we gonna be covering? Well. I'm going to be talking about what is pay-per-click and kind of where do the ads appear, um, how you structure an account, because that's actually really important in terms of, you know, if you go into Google AdWords, you're faced with immediately set up the structure of your campaign. I'm going to talk to you, talk to you a little bit about that. I'm going to talk to you about campaign targeting, um, about the keywords process, you know, keywords and ads. Um, a little bit about the relevance, important of relevancy and how to bid, some general ad guidelines and formats, and just some best practices and some of the extensions, which if you're kind of familiar with Pay Per Click, stay tuned for that section because I'm going to be talking about some of the newer things that you can do in Pay Per Click that have rolled out over the last six months to 12 months that you might not have used in the past if you've not run a Pay Per Click campaign for a couple of years. So what are Pay Click adverts? Well, essentially they're adverts on a search engine, but I'll be using Google pretty much here to kind of make my point. Um where you're paying for, what you appear against the search key phrase and you only pay if someone clicks on your adverts if they view it and don't click it you don't pay uh, but if they do click it it um, costs you money and you choose how much that is and that's kind of referred to as the cpc or cost per click um, and it's how google are so stonkingly rich because it's one of the most effective forms of advertising out there. Because what you've got is someone searching for something, and you're saying, "I have it." Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a really efficient way of doing it, and it's kind of really important as you know a means of generating advertising and adver- you know, generating traffic to your site. Now, in terms of kind of how it works against pay, um, SEO, we tend to you know as a traditionally kind of digital marketing company, we've always you know done pay per click and SEO. That was our bread and butter and our fundamentals before we kind of expanded over time. Um, SEO tends to take a period of time to get going um, because you've got to get a lot of like, ducks in order. Whereas pay-per-click, you can sign into Google with a credit card and you'll start getting traffic in 15, 20 minutes' time. So it's hugely powerful, but it's also potentially hugely very expensive if you make mistakes. So hopefully, what I can do here is kind of take you through some of those processes.
0: There well, are safeguards, of course,
2: you can do, aren't there? Yeah, you can set maximum bids and that type of thing. But, you know, um, it, it... an AdWords account that's poorly set up. Mm. can very quickly burn you through a lot of money and not necessarily get you much business. A well-set-up campaign can make you a millionaire if you've got it set up properly. Because fundamentally, the way that pay-per-click works is you can say, I make £50 for a sale, I need 100 people to visit my site, so I'm prepared to spend 50 pence per visit to make that 50 quid per Mm. person. Therefore, I can spend anything less that I spend than 50 pence per visit is profit. So you can kind of work straight up. It's the the maths. It's
0: the pure maths. Yeah.
2: So how's an account structured? Well, you have an account, so that has to have a unique email address. It has a password. It has billing information. Um, you can kind of get a level above that, which is kind of a client centre, which is like what a like an SEO or pay-per-click agency like us would have, which would have multiple accounts within mm-hmm. it. But most people start with an account. And within that account, you can have multiple campaigns. Now, on a campaign level, you can target by location, So like geographically, Um, you can target by language. Um, You kind of set your distribution preference. That's kind of how you want your adverts to be spread out, which, you know, do you want them on um, AdSense? uh, You know, do you want them just on search? Do you want them on the content network? Do you want them on other search engines like AOL or just Google um, and that type of thing? And you all can set an overall daily budget and dates and times that you want campaigns active. So that's your campaign level. Then within campaigns, you have a level below that, which is known as the ad group. Um, we prefer to set up ad groups with one keyword per you know, ad group. You can set them up with as many keywords per ad group as you possibly can, but we find that one ad, ad group per keyword works best. And then for each of those ad groups, you can have one or more ads as well. So what we tend to do is have one keyword per ad group and multiple ads per ad group. And then you kind of set them up to do that. So does that kind of make sense? So you've got the top level, you've got count, You've got campaigns, then you've got ad groups, mm. and then it's below that where your keywords and adverts actually are. And they're kind of, you know, correspond to that ad group. Now, how can you, what are some of the things you can target on a campaign? We can target locations, you can do worldwide, country, you can do towns, you can even sort of like draw on a map. So if you can say, okay, well, actually, I cover this bit, but I don't actually want to advertise to this part of the county or this section of town. Um, so say, I oh, only want to go to South London, you could draw a line along the River Thames. You can be that specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's you know, it's not foolproof and some people that are outside that area will see mm. those adverts. But, you know, there's a certain level of targeting you can do there as well. have got language. You can do a bit of demographic targeting as well. You can schedule it. Um, the ones that we're finding more and more um, used is kind of targeting it by device. So you can target a campaign just to mobile devices, or just to desktop devices, or just to Android phones. You know, if you've got you're advertising an app that's only available on the iPhone, mm. don't buy pay-per-click adverts for people who are on an Android phone. You know, you can do that type of um, targeting. Okay, so kind of keywords and ads—they're kind of the fundamentals. They're the same as we talked about in our SEO episode a couple ago. That's really what determines how you know. It's the fundamentals of a pay-per-click advertising campaign. And your ads are only displayed if the keywords you you use are kind of somewhere in your campaign. Um, Now, what's incredibly valuable about pay-per-click is that an SEO, you you kind of want to keep your keyword list short, right? Because there's only so much time and resource you can spend on kind of optimizing a page for it, building links to it, keeping track of it. Pay-per-click, the exact opposite. They're kind of actually, to a certain extent... the more keywords you have the better your campaign set up so actually going longer and longer phrases more and more you know specific search Mm. queries where people are searching for holiday villa in Brighton that allows dogs and children that's not a bad pay-per-click keyword that's a bad SEO keyword Mm. but because in a pay-per-click campaign you can set that up with lots of different varieties and the only thing you've got to do is put that keyword in once and set up a couple of advert groups and that could run for years so there's kind of you know that's a way of thinking about AdWords there as well but Think about the relevancy of keywords as well. So, you know, try to always go specific as well because Google will expand the sense of a keyword in a lot of cases. So, say I bid on the word oil on phrase or broad match, not on exact, just on phrase, you know, this like these multiple options. Um, But if I've got that on, um, even just on phrase, which is kind of considered like a relatively t- you know narrowed down. Yeah.
0: Um, or, or seagull bazooka.
2: Or seagull bazooka, yeah. So say I put in oil on phrase match, um, I could appear for motor oil, cooking oil, you mm. know, all these different types of phrases. So if I was doing, if I was a cooking oil company and I bid on oil and I'm appearing for motor oil, worst case is, no one clicks on my advert. Google think my adverts are rubbish. I pay more for them. Um, you know, worst, worst, worst case is actually... People click on them. I've paid for someone who was never, ever in a million years going to buy my product. That, and that's wasted money there as well. And actually, if you were a cooking oil company, you'd be better actually on pay-per-click, rather than bidding on the word like oil, you'd be better bidding on something like cold-pressed Italian olive oil or extra, mm. even extra virgin olive oil or any of these types of phrases. And try and make them as relevant as possible as you can to your customer. And the more relevant they are, the more likely they are to click, the more likely they are to convert. And ultimately, the longer that phrase is, the, you know, the more specific that phrase is, the less expensive it's going to be so the more likely you are to make a return on that so that's general advice kind of go long tail okay it's a bidding okay I kind of I'm going to use CPC because that's the acronym everyone uses but again that means cost per click and that's essentially the amount that you bid at that moment in time when someone searches it's all done automatically but you have to set a maximum bid what you're prepared to pay per visit, and that's the you know your CPC level, and you can set that on a keyword level. You can set it on campaign level if you want. You can set it on ad group level, but you can also set it down to a keyword level, um, and it controls you how much um, you know a customer searching for that term is worth to you. Now, what's worth saying here is it it's a kind of it's an auction system that takes place live every time everyone searches, but it isn't simply the person who pays the highest who gets that click. What they get the highest is the person who Google determines should have that click. And that's about what Google think they can earn from you to a certain extent. Mm. Uh, but it's also about relevancy as well. So Google wants someone to find what they're looking for. So they'd rather take a, a couple of pence less per click but someone get what they want then take a couple of pence more per click and then you never click on an advert again has it always been that way Kelvin? do we know yeah, well for a long time it's called quality score okay. um so yeah i mean it's not simply you know if you bid someone's bidding you know a pound per click and you're bidding 20 pence you're always going to struggle but say they're bidding a pound and you're bidding 95 pence that doesn't mean that you're always going to come second mm. particularly if you've got good adverts a good converting website it's kind of all about those types of ones as well And actually.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: You've also got the element as well that say your ad, you're bidding less, but more people click your advert. Google know that that's something about the advert's good. So they might put that higher. So it's actually about the maximum earning potential for Google, but the, the, you know, the most successful experience for the customer as well ad guidelines so the writing of guy uh, writing of adverts if you think writing a title tag or a meta description is tricky try getting into writing advertising it you know ad, pay-per-click advertising it's so very tricky and there's real real tight um you know character limits so your headline you've only got 25 characters to play with Then you get two description lines that are 35 characters and all of these include spaces and all that type of thing as well so you've only got 70 characters to play with in the advert in total in the copy and then you've got 25 a pa- 25 character headline you also get a display URL and the display URL doesn't actually have to be the page that they land on it has to be on your site but I could put like um, you know sitevisibility.com forward slash UK and that URL doesn't necessarily have to exist because I get my destination URL which can be up to uh, thousand and twenty four characters so in that I could have like a tracking URL and that, you know, it's quite sensible to have tracking URLs in place there. But the display URL doesn't have to have all that gobbledygook that you would have on a tracking URL. Um, in terms of the ad formats, things to bear in mind is that, particularly on Google, well, on Google, when um, the phrase that the person searched for, um, if that is in an advert, they'll bold that word. So, you know, it sounds stupid, but if you're bidding on a key phrase like cricket bat, make sure that you use the word cricket bat somewhere in your your ad copy. You can use things like dynamic keyword insertion that automatically insert what people search for into the ad copy. That can work well, but if every single person in the advert, you know, in the click adverts is doing exactly the same, suddenly your advert isn't very distinctive then at that point. So, yeah, think about that. And full stops can work quite well to draw attention. Just kind of sometimes use some grammar. Don't go excessive and put 75 exclamation marks because Google won't allow that. But do think about how it appears on the page. So, some best practice advice for writing adverts. Make sure you've got the keyword in the ad text. Um, You know, try and, when you're setting up key key phrases, use the different match types. Now, there's there's the three traditional ones, which is broad, phrase, and exact. Broad means they search for something a bit like this phrase. So, on cricket bat, they might appear, that could potentially appear on baseball bat, say, on broad match. Um, Phrase means someone could put in like cheap cricket bat. And that your advert would appear if you had cricket bat as um, your, you know, your search phrase is it your exact your phrase match there. Um, and exact means someone only searched for that, so only cricket bat. And you know, exact is good, but you've got to have precisely that someone searching for exactly for that. And there's also like, ex, you know, um, expanded, broad, and various other options which are coming more frequently. But if you can kind of get your head around those different options, you're generally put pretty good as well. Also, try and put in special offers or prices. <clears throat> or free delivery, or any of those types of things that you've got in your advert copy, you're only allowed one exclamation mark, so they don't get too trigger happy on those. So there you're, as well.
0: you're limited on that. Yeah,
2: don't yeah. Um, no, 75 exclamation marks, which I know some people like to do when they're writing. And also, kind of. Think about the call to action. So include phrases like buy, purchase, call today, order, browse, sign up. Those types of things are really good words to have in your ad copy. And make sure when they land on the site, they end up in the right place because nothing worse than kind of, I've searched for cricket bats and then you take me to the football page or to Mm. the home page. Or a category that's since been deleted and therefore you go back to the home page. Yeah, yeah. And and ultimately you can test all these things as well. So yeah, be prepared to test different adverts. Um, There is a certific- certification process you can go through called AdWords Professional. Um, so if you're at all interested in SEO, uh, I'm sorry, in pay-per-click advertising, that's probably your end goal that you want to be getting towards being an, um, an AdWords certified professional. It doesn't cost a lot of money and it can be a good sort of like, you know, I think it's like 50 quid or something as a, a validation that, that you know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, have a look into that as kind of the end goal to measure that you know what you're talking about on uh, pay-per-click. Now, moving on, a couple of sort of more recent things you can do to supersize your pay-per-click adverts. So, these are free that we've used quite frequently on our campaigns recently. So, there's ad site links, there's product extensions, and there's location extensions. Now, I'll try and explain these, and it's best to look at them visually, if you know what I mean. So, it's kind of like using a podcast to try and demonstrate something. Visual is never perfect, but here are kind of like free extensions that you've got. So, our site links are a bit like the site links you get when someone searches on your natural result and you kind of link through to rather than just one page in a pay-per-click advert, you can now potentially have, you know, like four or five, Mm. you know, links through. Um, so, yeah, that's incredibly good because it takes up more of the page. They can also be good as well because, whereas, you're perhaps if you had a, an advert before and it, you were forced to point them to one page, perhaps you'd end up pointing them at the home page because that was the safest bet. Well, now you can point them to the home page, but then have like four specific messages about different pages of your site that you could get them to go through to. And that's going to increase click through rate. That's going to increase the conversion rate because the people get to the page they want one stage quicker. It just makes it more relevant as well. So, if I'm looking for, if I search for holidays in egypt say and then you know traditionally they might take me through to the egypt category page but actually if i'm what i'm really after is a diving holiday in egypt Mm. you can still have the option at the top which is uh, you know egypt holidays but then you can have diving holidays beach holidays you know and all the different options there below that and that's going to make me more like to click and end up on the right page so that's add site links well worth turning that on if you have the ability to do so um If you work in e-commerce, there's also the kind of the product extensions. Now, they're linked to your Google Merchant Center and you kind of need to have that set up. But potentially that allows you to then draw product images or product prices within a search result. So so a client we've had a lot of success with this on kind of does folding tables. So someone might search for a folding table and we would have three products listed which fit, fit that category and the prices on those pages. Now, that can be really good because people already know what they're going to pay. And if you're too expensive, they don't click. You don't pay anything for it. Uh, but also kind of they're more like to say well say they want an expensive item they're going to go to the most expensive item first rather than the cheapest one so that's really give a better quality traffic and also kind of similar product extensions you can get images now sometimes i have to make a click on your search result where it's like show products from this company and then that would drop in like five or six pictures of products that you're already selling but if they've seen a picture they've seen a price they land on the product page for that picture and that price. That's pretty well qualified at that point, so there's a really good likelihood that if they do go through that process, you're not going to get as many clicks, but those clicks that you do get, they're going to be spot on.
0: So, Kevin, let me get this right. Are you saying it actually shows a picture in the results down on the right hand side? Yeah.
2: So, kind of your natural search results, you tend to get them in the top, across the top, and then down the right hand side. Yeah. The 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 way they're visually presenting this seems to change all the time, but uh, essentially the option is is that like your photos appear in the same way they would at the moment on a Google product search, but mm. within a pay-per-click advert. Now, that's good for Google because you're paying for that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, potentially it's kind of quite good to pre-qualify your traffic, which is a, <clears throat> a lot of what you what you want your advert to do is pre-qualify the traffic. So, actually, it's not about trying to get as many people to click in many cases. It's about trying to get the right people to click and deter the other people. Um, so that works really well. And the final extension is kind of location, Um, So, you know, if you're a local business or you kind of have branches, you can also set up the location extension, which is linked to your Google Google local profile, your Google plus local profile. Um, And that allows you to kind of someone bring up a map of your location, which, you know, if if location is part of what you're playing in, that can be a really powerful thing to do. Um, How many people click on that? You know, it varies from campaign to campaign. But you know, if you've at all got a local element to your business and people go into a branch and that's why you're doing pay click advertising, I definitely recommend putting in the location extension. So hopefully, that's a real good like whistle-stop tour to pay click It's a hugely complicated area um, and one that kind of I think is doesn't re- we don't really talk about enough on um, the podcast. So do let us know if you've enjoyed us talking about it. We'll go into more detail and I'll I'll bring onto the show some of our pay click experts we've got a Site Visibility. But hopefully, that's given you a sense of some of the terms and hopefully gives you enough to kind of make a start on setting up a pay per click campaign. But what I will say is be careful, make sure you're really tight on your maximum bids, really tight on your maximum daily budget, and just kind of experiment, but with low cost experiments to start with. And, you know, pay per click can deliver some great results a lot quicker than SEO, social media, or email marketing. It can be expensive, but it can be very, very effective. Okay, great stuff. So, um,
0: Continuing our um, episode on beginner's stuff, what's coming up next week?
2: Um, We've got two more left of our beginner's marathon. So we're going to do a little bit about performance display, which kind of taps in and follows on from some of the stuff we've been talking about just now. Mm -hmm. And, And then we'll finish off the following week with mobile marketing. Looking forward to that. Says goodbye from me, Andy White. And goodbye from me, Kelvin Newman.
0: See you next time on Internet Marketing. if you're outside of the UK, it's plus 441273256150. If you're inside the UK, it's 01273-256-150. And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing.